When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, and my Ganger production. That's the full title of our show. We're committed to it and we love it. We hope you do too. So. Oh, that is the sound of a humpback whale. It's a ghost. <laughs> Under the sea. Is it? What is it? It just says ghost howling. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, I used to get the National Geographic there. There, well, my dad did, and the, in one of them was "Sounds of the Humpback Whale," and it was a record that was a bendable little floppy record. Like yeah, a, like a sure, yeah, paper record. We used to get those. Record. You could like peel it. Yep. And, yep. and I would try to scare myself by putting on the record of the whales, and I would just sit there and just make myself just scared to death. You were scared of whales. Well. It's the sea, okay. you know, oh, and I'm yeah, afraid she of does. big things in the I sea forgot, that I can't see, especially yeah, something that, that big. Anyway, that's not why we're here. We are here to talk about something adjacent, which is Avatar, Way of the Water. Yeah, that's under the water. You're not going to see it because you hate the water. I'm not sure I There's can really a reason. deal with it. There's a reason Dawn is so anti-Avatar being successful. <laughs> no, She I'm was not. like, there's no way this movie's going to hit $2 billion. I'm sorry, James. It's only because I think this is a different day and age where we have too many other choices. And so movies don't make as much. It made a half billion dollars this weekend. Half billion. So they have a billion and a half to go. I love that a half billion's not enough for you. (laughs) They have a billion and a half to go to break even. Don, have you made a half billion movie? Even, even. James Cameron, he is living the high life. He's Actually, not, he's mad. No, he, he. This is my favorite, though. So okay. I know we talked about this. If you're just joining us, we've discussed Avatar a little earlier in the show during a dirt alert with Holly. It made half a billion globally. It's got a while before it needs to hit two billion, but yes, it needs to hit two billion to be even. Dawn was like, mm, I'm a little bearish on this ever hitting it because of the reasons you justifiably laid out. That said. You know, I think it was fine for the opening weekend. By all accounts, it was a little less than they expected. I mean, spoiler alert, it did get a release in China, but I don't know if you've noticed, China has been experiencing one of the biggest COVID surges of the last three years. So that has dampened some of the, you know. Anyway, the moral of the story is it's not that bad. However, my favorite story in all of this is that (laughs) James Cameron is leaving... I think it was a showing. He must so he have just had COVID. He must have recovered from COVID. At least we're assuming he's following the, the guidelines. And uh, he was leaving the WGA building in Beverly Hills on Saturday after they had a special screening of Avatar The Way of Water. And on his way out, there was a crowd. Now, 
This was a crowd of autograph seekers. Are you sure? No. But that's purport. That's what TMZ said. Okay. T- oh well. Okay. Then it was. Yeah. Because they pretty much tell the truth. They so, haven't been caught lying. So. Well. Anyway, the moral of the story is the autograph seekers are like, "Give us your autograph, James. Give it." And I think they're the kind of autograph seekers who probably are like collectors, and then they sell autographs. You know, There's they're so not many. like it's not like, "Hi, my name's Joey, and I love." Avatar. The world to me. No. Yeah. So, like, at a certain point, he just walks by, does not stop to do autographs, at which point these autograph seekers start, um, like, berating him and Mm. swearing at him and saying bleep Avatar as he's getting into his car. And he turns around and flips them the (laughs) finger and drives (laughs) off. And, like, "Ah, I'll show you. Or has someone drive him off. Well, yeah, he wasn't, like, behind the wheel. So, what you're telling me is that his hand still has COVID. Well, yes, he's exactly. recovered except for his he hand should have wore a mask on that thing. hand. Yeah. One. Anyway, that was the story that spoke to me <laughs> because he was just like, I don't want to give you people my autograph. Bleep finger. You. Finger. The finger. Um, so will it make enough money? We don't know. But I do know that um, he. Oh, God. So he's stuck on this thing. And it is people talking about in Titanic how if she just would have scooched over. Oh, we're a talking bit. about Titanic now. Yeah, Sorry. Titanic. We, I've switched okay. gears. Got James it. Cameron. Got it. He is mad that people will never stop asking him about Titanic and whether or not, you know, and he said over and over again, listen, he wouldn't have made it. Okay, guys? He would not have made it. Jack would not have oh, made Jack. it in the okay. f- freezy, icy waters if Rose pulled him up on that door that she was floating on. So guess what he did? What did James Cameron do? A scientific experiment that will be what? aired. What? <laughs> okay, so he's Okay, so, so he's saying that people, because I guess that's a thing where people are like, couldn't he just get up on the thing? Everyone says Which, if she just would have Fair criticism, by the way. Absolutely. We all were there. Yeah. I mean, not the real Titanic, but we all watched the movie. Yes. And I think we all thought, like, why doesn't he just get up on the thing yeah. or look for another piece of thing to yeah. get up on? Yeah. Right. Um, so he doesn't like that question. He says, and I quote from the Toronto Sun um, caught up with him. This must have been after he flipped off the autographs. <laughs> it's true. Um, he said, we took two stunt du- people who were the same body mass of Kate and Leo, and we put sensors all over them and inside them. What? Inside them? What are you talking about right now? <laughs> they did. He the- said, we've done a scientific study to put this whole thing to rest and drive a stake through its heart once and for all, said James Cameron. We have since done a thorough forensic analysis with a hypothermia expert who reproduced the raft from the movie, and we're going to do a little special on it that comes out in February. Why? Because Apropos he doesn't want people saying anymore. This he could have survived. Titanic was twenty years ago. It was fifteen years ago. Fifteen. That's the same thing. It doesn't matter. He can't stand it. So he said, "We took two stunt doubles. Blah blah blah. We put them in icy water. We tested to see whether they would have survived through a variety of methods. And the answer was there was no way they both could have survived. Only one could survive. Nineteen eighty-seven. This contradicts. Mythbusters did this little experiment. It contradicts what they came up with in 2012. They concluded that Jack's death was needless. 
But he insists that they've done their own experiment because he won't let it go. Yeah, so I'm so confused as to, A, why he's talking about this at a moment when he should be talking about Avatar because yeah. that's where he's trying to live right now. Well, right? That he's Wants doing everybody both. To, but now he's like ticking people off because of this ending of the Titanic, which, by the way, he wrote the well. He, I don't, he didn't write the movie. Maybe I don't know for sure. I think he did. But actually. like, it's his movie. Yeah, he could just turn to people who, hey, you know, because you can imagine, you've written films, yeah, or screenplays that have right? not. Yeah, I just you can put yourself in the shoes of James Cameron. Yeah, as much as you don't want to. You could put yourself in the shoes of James Cameron and have, and I'll be a person that comes up to you and says, you know, Dawn, that was just dumb. That you could have survived that thing. Why didn't you do that? And he says, this is my hand. (laughs) (laughs) And he flips them off first. And then then he says, then he screams at them. This is a quote. It's a movie about love and sacrifice and mortality. The love is measured by the sacrifice. Oh He's so mad still he can't stand it. It's so crazy to me because I would literally just go, I wrote the movie. It's mine. You don't like the ending? Go write your own. Yeah. And over all the years and the success and everything, he still cannot stand people questioning him. On this, so he did his own. He put these people. Yeah, no, it's his that. ego. He put things inside their bodies to measure temperature. I don't understand inside that. Inside them, he says. Please tell me what that means. <laughs> I don't. I'm really don't. concerned. He said all over them and inside them to measure their no. internal body temperature. No, I, you can't put things inside of you people. You can't, <laughs> and if you're willing to, it will all be revealed in February when really? he has this special that for for once and for all <laughs> this is for once and for all we'll put to bed and then no one will ever ask again that's not true they'll still ask you jim where do i watch this thing by the way he's not saying yet but they've done the experiment oh he's like i have a show i wish I'm... mythbusters was still on but it isn't well I it sounds like they already did the back. work they did the work i want them to come back jamie and the other dude who i can never remember his name yeah. and i want them to gal. do a special again and go once again James Cameron. Let's do it again. Is full no, of himself. no. Also, speaking of people who are full of themselves, Dawn, not Dawn. I'm saying <laughs> Dawn is going to tell us about one of them. And his name is Elon Musk. You've got some Twitter thoughts when we return I do. right here on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Thank you, Dolly Parton, for the lovely, lovely song. Now some tech news. Elon- <laughs> Wait a minute, tech news? Where am I? First you got me talking about football, and now i got to talk about tech? Yes, okay. So Elon Musk. Why? You know it's only been a month and a half since Elon Musk oh, took God. over Twitter. Oh, only a month and a half. Seems like it's been years. It's a disaster. It's been 87 years. I know. So um, he has been banning journalists. I won't get into it. From Twitter. Yes, beyond that. There are certain people who he... Yeah, a couple from Minnesota as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it was like he was in a rage this weekend. He was just banning, which is it goes against his idea of free speech. 
It kind of is like free speech unless it bugs Elon. I was going to say, it goes against his idea of free speech. It apparently doesn't go against his idea of like, I bought the place. I can do what I want. Exactly. You're contradicting yourself. So anyway, so um, what I really want to talk about is that he started removing any tweet. He did his little like algorithm thing (laughs) and he found anything that mentioned the new Twitter, where everyone is going, which is called Mastodon. Oh, yeah. You really need to be worried about that place. Anything that mentioned Mastodon, anybody who said, here's my Mastodon, find me on Mastodon, here it is, took it down. Yeah. So, I Which, by the way, shows how petty you truly are, because 90% of the world does not know, nor probably pay much attention to whatever a Mastodon is, other than an extinct mammal. Well, yes, but eventually I think everyone will be on Mastodon. You think? Yeah, he's ruining it. He says that it's going to go, I mean, Elon has said, like, this is tanking. It's going to go bankrupt. Like, Twitter is going to go bankrupt. Okay. I'm ruining it. Oh, you're saying, okay, got And it. he also did a poll got that it. said, if you don't like me in this position, you want me to go away. He did a Twitter poll, and it the people said go away was like two to one. Yeah. I just, I think, I don't, and I don't know because I'm not, again, this is not my tech segment. I think perhaps Elon is trying to get attention on his platform so that he can eventually bring more people back and turn around and sell it. And the way he's decided to get attention for it is to do what I think a lot of uh, petulant children will do, myself included, when I wanted attention, which is to make a lot of noise and throw things. Mm. And then people give you attention, right? That's true. So I don't think that gamble's probably going to work, but um, if anything, he's got enough money that if he lost it all, he'll probably be fine. That's correct. Like this is just an experiment for him. Yeah. But I. But you also, think this? You think this Mastodon? I mean, you said this Mastodon thing is, uh, you know, that's where people traction. are headed. Have yep. you like signed up for Mastodon? I'm working on it. Oh. Oh, tell me. I more. am working on it. Okay. You have to looking into it, you know, these are all basically you have to choose a server. You have to log on to a certain server. Some of them that people that have been in on Mastodon already, their their servers are closed. That doesn't mean that you can't interact with people from other servers. So I thought it was more like an old well, you know, back in the day when I did PC gaming you would log on to something like World of Warcraft or EverQuest and you would pick a server and you would go to the most populated server because that was literally, the servers were a bunch of different worlds, just duplicates of the game world. And then if the one one of them isn't really populated that much, you're not going to see other people in the gameplay, just like you wouldn't see them in your feed. But actually, that's not the way Mastodon works. It's just that these separate servers house, it's like your home address it's like your home cul-de-sac but that doesn't mean you all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's steven diener host of the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or uap for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uap podcast podcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Aunt cannot connect with people in other neighborhoods, other servers. Yeah, so all of that is fascinating for those who are on it. But like the average person, like your mom, you know, my mom. Yeah is not going to understand that or figure it out. Like I tried to watch a YouTube video on how this all works. You explain yeah. it very well. Um, and that's exactly what it sounds like. It's an open source platform. Yes. But like I looked at it and I was like, why would I, I don't know what I'm picking here. And I don't want to pick something that's like, who are these people? I don't want to sign up for something that like, so I just went away. I was like, I just don't need to have this in my life. I'm going to go back and look at Instagrams. Yeah. Well, about Instagram, <laughs> Over the weekend, Elon Musk actually on Sunday, the Twitter support account unveiled a new rule prohibiting users from linking to other social media services, including Facebook, Instagram. Um, yeah, he's throwing and, a temper tantrum. Yes. And popular Twitter alternatives like Mastodon and Post. There's another one as well that he. That he is. So it said specifically, we will remove accounts created solely for the purpose of promoting other social platforms and content that contain links or usernames to. And then he lists all of them. Truth social tribal. Yeah, he I mean, if good luck to him, if he thinks that the best way to make your business successful is by, you know, it's pretty severe by telling everybody they can't share news on your news sharing platform i mean it just seems like well it says solely for the purpose of so they're looking at the accounts probably and saying this account was just created and all it is is just links to this is how to sign up for mastodon follow me on meanwhile they're banning reporters for mentioning things that he finds uncomfortable yeah there's it's all kinds of messy yeah i don't want like every time i log in now i'm just like uh there's a few people who's, you know, like we have some wonderful my talkers who interact. That's and, why I get on it. And and completely. I'm grateful that people will interact that way for us. But I don't even go there. You know, it used to be you could find out like what people are ta- like, what's the biggest news story of the day? You could kind of get a sense. I don't even know that that's really the case anymore. It seems very hit or miss. And so I just think he's not doing himself any favors. And the average like non uh, media person is probably just like, ah, this is a dumpster fire. I'm going to go back to my TikTok videos. There's a lady. But don't link who, it. What? Don't link TikTok. Well, they're not even on Instagram or uh, Twitter. So they're just going to stay on TikTok. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's true. They don't go other places. Like, how many friends of yours are sending you tweets, right? Uh, Compared um, to. I don't. I, the only thing I do is I click on the who has tweeted at me. Sure, just to make sure people aren't like, hey, Dawn. Well, yeah, that's why I open Twitter. And it's usually like three or four days after. So in the moment, (laughs) I'm not seeing it. Yeah. Because I'm I'm not saying, ooh, look at me. But I have a hard time focusing on a bunch of different things at once. So I try to just focus on the show. So if you're tweeting me in the moment, I'm probably not going to see it. And then during the break, I am eating soup today. That's what I did. And then she got crackers on Don't the floor. Don't say it. And Julie's going to come you. for you. <laughs> Julie's no. Gonna... 
you're gonna get a, you're gonna get in trouble. This is a thing that MC and I started this weekend, which we love. It's really funny when someone else is talking, your partner's talking, just go shh, and then we start cracking up. Yeah, Not I like to tell Jamie that on a regular basis. Shh, you're prettier when your mouth is closed. <laughs> I like to say, okay, I like this conversation, but why are your pants still on? Okay, that's a whole separate conversation that we're not having in the workplace. But when we return, we're going to tell you about a few things we're watching. I watched the Miss Cleo documentary over the weekend. Dawn watched a couple of things as well. She's going to tell us about it. Find out what we're watching live on the adventures of Bradley and Dawn when we return right here on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. It's the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. And Mike Ganger, and we're going to have a little TV movie moment here. So You, you guys watch that television show together, yep. don't you? Team do. Cobra presents Here's yeah. What We're <laughs> Watching Live. We're watching stuff. It's stuff we're watching, watching stuff on oh, the yeah. TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you yeah. want to know what I watched this weekend? I do. What did you this watch? This is a perfect weekend for watching TV. And you guys, I think we're going to be in perfect TV watching um, space for the next two weeks. Weather-wise, so I watched a little documentary over at the HBO Max, and it's all about a lovely lady you might remember from the 90s and beyond named Miss Cleo. I want to play. Call me now. Call me now. I want you to listen to a little bit of the trailer from Miss Cleo. Who's the real Miss Cleo? The web of stories, it seems, is far and wide. Cleo may have been a character to cope with whatever was going on in her life, but it was still very real for her. That's the enigma of this woman. Was it performative? Yes. Was she actually trying to help people? Yes, again. They wanted me to create a character. I'm not a character, I'm a real person. Don't be fooled by thinking what you know is the whole story. What? It's true. Don't be fooled, Dawn. Oh, my gosh. So who are the who's that she's talking (laughs) about? They. Who are the they's she's talking about? So uh, this is all about Miss Cleo. If you guys are under the age of what? I don't know. 30. Do you even remember Miss Cleo? Mike, did you're you're aware? Yeah, I'm 36. So there was a period of time when our culture was not obsessed with social media the way we are today. And so we took out our obsessions uh, for gossip and constant conversation by calling uh, toll, uh, what do we even call them? Toll numbers, like 1-900 numbers to get psychic advice, dating, uh, sex, chat, chatting, sex, sex, sex. chatting. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was like a whole thing, right? When we didn't have the internet to keep us busy. Sure. And so Miss Cleo came along and she was sort of the face of this one psychic because line. there were several psychic hotlines. Yeah, you had Deanne Warwick. Oh my God. Remember her? Psychic Friends. Psychic Friends Network. Yeah, so Miss Cleo represented this other one, but behind the company, there was this woman named Miss Cleo, or was that her name? And in this documentary on HBO, you learn, and spoiler alert, she, this is not a spoiler if you've been listening to our show, because I think we talked about it when she passed, but she passed away. Yeah. She died of cancer. Um, but this documentary takes us on a journey of what really was Miss Cleo? Who was Miss Cleo? Like as a person, but also what was this company and who was behind it? And 
I had so I had as many questions as the show had answers. Really? So it was satisfying. How long is it? I don't know actually how long it is. I bet it's probably like 90 Two minutes hours. or something. Oh, okay. Not not super long. Um the people in it, you had Raven Simone is in it and then the actress who played Miss uh, a version of Miss Cleo from Mad TV, I can't remember her name, but oh. you heard her in the clip. Okay. Um you would totally recognize the comedian. Um Anyway, the moral of this story is there were some like famous people, noticeable or notable people in the documentary sort of telling about their connection with Miss Cleo. Oh, my gosh. But then you also learn about her as a person and where she came from and kind of how she had a very mysterious background. Wow. Yes. And she kind of was one of those people at one point in her life that kind of showed up, uh, did some things. And then just kind of disappeared. And a bunch of people were like, what happened to her? And then they turn around and all of a sudden Miss Cleo shows up on TV and they're like, oh, my God, that's that lady. Oh, I'm totally interested now. And then there's the whole scandal of uh, the company that she worked for, because basically, as one can imagine, the whole psychic telephone experience, maybe not the most legitimate business in history. Uh, This is what I mostly remember about Miss Cleo's downfall, really. Yeah, well, and also what you probably think is that she was a part of that downfall when, in fact, I don't want to give it away, but she is maybe not as close to that downfall as you think. I was always under the impression that Miss Cleo and her whole show and network and everything were her soul. I didn't know there was a company behind Miss Cleo. Yeah. So that's Mm -hmm. sad because she gets Mm -hmm. blamed for everything. Mm -hmm. Like she's a scam artist. She's just trying to steal money from people. That kind of thing was going around. But, you know, also many things can be true at the same time. So I'm just Mm going to say I will say they also did a loving tribute to this woman who we knew as Miss Cleo, who later in life became this advocate for, of all things, LGBTQ rights um, because she has her own personal journey that she was on. And she sort of, after the drama, she went into obscurity, kind of disappeared. And then her friends and family sort of clawed her back to the public Ah. world. And so it's just, it's a journey. It's it's a roller coaster. I would highly recommend uh, watching the documentary about Miss Cleo on HBO. And I'll get the title for you. But I know that I wasn't the only person who was watching things this weekend. Right, right. So I watched a movie and I started a series. This series isn't a new series. It's called Our Flag Means Death. And it's a Taika Waititi production. It is about a gentleman pirate. And I do have some audio for you. Blackbeard, Captain Kidd. The Gentleman Pirate? Well, the first two are like very, very talented pirates. But the last one is the scariest of them all. Instead of killing with weapons, he kills with... kindness. Oh, right, so you're the Gentleman Pirate then. Well sussed! The rumor is you upended your entire comfortable life to become a pirate. Ah! I got bad news for you. Genital pirate. <laughs> what? <laughs> Genital. That's Leslie Jones plays a part in this fantastic series. You know, it's actually, um, it's based on a real guy. It's the true story of Steed Bonnet, who briefly sailed the seas during the time of the golden age of piracy, whenever Blackbeard was doing his thing. 
So he was a rich guy who just thought, I want to be a pirate. (laughs) Then he took all of his money. He left his family, which they bring up a lot. Okay. And he just got a Barry, a Barry, a merry band of pirates together and said, we're, we're going to be our own pirates. So this is like a comedy based on a true story or at least a real life person. That is, that's correct. But I imagine a lot of the hilarity uh, is probably played up. Thanks to the wonderful writing, uh, or at least production, of one Taika Waititi. Yes, that is correct. Yes. So I, so far, am just hooked and love it. I really so this is like, a series, not a movie. It is a series, yes. It's on HBO. On HBO Max. Max. Yep, yep. So you can check that out. Um, I highly recommend it if you like what we do in the shadows, which is another great Taika Waititi production as well. I've not seen that. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh, boy. I wonder if you like that sense. What's your sense of humor like? Do you like Nick Kroll? And um, do you... That yeah. might be a longer conversation. I mean, I, I don't know. That's like a... There's a lot. I have a varied sense of humor. It's usually... Uh, British. Rude, British. Yeah. A yeah. little, uh, you know, dark. Mm-hmm. I think you would love... What we do in the shadows. Okay. It's about vampires oh, that right. try to take over um, Staten Island. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, I'm here for vampires. Are they sexy vampires? Yes, there's a lot. It's funny. It's hilarious. It's good. I do also effects. like pirates. I went through a whole pirate phase. You said that um, this morning. You went yeah. through a pirate fra- phase. What does that mean? Well, it means that I was was fascinated by like what the actual history is. You know, like whenever you're like history it's like oh pirates this and pirates that and you're like but no really what was that and so then i read a few books on um actual pirates i see yeah and sort of what their life was like and it was terrible yeah and it was misery it wasn't fun evil and horrible in many ways yeah yeah but utterly fascinating nonetheless to live in a world where that stuff existed but i imagine this is not as dark and probably a lot no, funnier. No, it's hilarious. Yeah. It really is. All right, so you watched that. and didn't, Isn't there something else? There was. It is um, the Banshees of Inisharan. Oh, yes, the Banshees of Inisharan. Inisharan, which Paul McGuire Grimes, I believe, mentioned um, last Friday. Yeah, tell me about that. This is a movie. It is a movie, and it is very dark, written by Martin McDonough. And Martin McDonough was a really, well, is a great playwright. He does some dark, strange types of tales. Yeah. Um, but this one is, I, I do have a part of the trailer for this as well. Oh, sure. If we want to yeah, go ahead play. and play it. Yeah. Now, if I've done something to you, just tell me what I've done to you. When you didn't do anything to me, I just don't like you no more. You didn't like me yesterday. Why does he not want to be friends with you no more? Why is he 12? The other night, two hours, you spent talking to me about the things you found in your little donkey shite that day. Well, it wasn't me little donkey shite. It was me pony shite, which shows how much you were listening. If you don't stop talking to me... Colin! And if you don't stop bothering me, I have a set of shears at home. And each time you bother me from this day on, I'll take those shears and I'll take one of my fingers off with them. And I'll give that finger to you until I have no fingers left. Does this make things clearer to you? Not really, no. Starting from now. But shush like party. You know, shush like. Yeah, I'd shush like. So, I have no idea what's going on in this clip, but well, there's that, a lot of... Her, her, so shush, it's all about this small little island uh, off the coast of Ireland. Two men who were friends, Colin Farrell 
and um, oh, the my IMDb won't come up. A lot of spinning right now. Um, Reese Darby. Okay. Yes, they're friends, and maybe that's from anyway. They are friends, and for some reason, one of them decides I don't want to be friends with you anymore. But there's no reason except for the one that's revealed in the movie, which I'll, you know. No spoilers. No, I don't want to spoil it, but it's not something that is like you had an affair with my wife or something so, that would be so unforgivable that you wouldn't speak to someone again. So you're basically trying to figure out what, what drove these two apart, and you're like, well, that's What's not the a mystery, and what are the stakes? Got the it. acting is fantastic. Is it a comedy? That's what I thought. I thought it was going to be more comedy okay. than drama. Yeah. It turns out to be more drama than comedy. Interesting. And okay. I was like, you're la- you want to laugh. You want to laugh because you're like, oh, my gosh, this is hilarious, you know. But it's not hilarious. It's pretty dark. And I was surprised to see that it got the most Golden Globe nominations. Mm, okay. It also, like, won all the awards at the Toronto Film Fest. Why do you think the that Venice is? Film Fest. Um, because of the acting? Because of the acting, and it's a different type of story. I don't see the general public loving this movie. I think this is definitely a critic's movie. Okay. I even, I mean, I accept a lot of things. You know, I'm really, I like weird, different things. This was left me feeling, wow. Seriously. There's a part where you want something to happen and you're like, am I a bad person now because I want this to happen? Yeah. You know, and it's it is bizarre and it's worth watching. Okay. It's not going to leave you feeling great, but it's still as I look at it and I'm I'm reviewing what I saw yesterday, I'm like, actually I'm liking it more and more after. Okay, so it's making you think. I I usually it think is. if you watch a movie and you're thinking about it days afterward, it's probably gotten to you in a way that's, you know, that other people will appreciate. Martin McDonough, right. Banshees of Inisherin. Yes, and he has said people aren't willing to make sad movies anymore. So go watch the sad movie. He made that statement. So that's really reflective of our society. Like, yeah, we've had a lot of sadness in the last five years or so. And do we want to delve into sadness unnecessarily? But it's still worth watching. <laughs> yeah, no, so. I take it. And that's, again, you can watch that where? HBO Max. HBO Max. Oh, we've given you three things to watch on HBO Max. You better get that membership or Sign borrow up. one from your friends. Dawn will give you her password in the break. When we come <laughs> back, our good friend Mike has a new game show for us to play right here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. My Talk 107.1, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Hey, Errol. Yes, and I can't believe another show is in the books. I know. Yes, and we have a game. We're going to play a game every day here at the end of the show, and Mike picks out the game. It is Game Show Roulette. Yay! Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. I mean, I don't pick out the game. The random prize or the oh. random wheel Ooh. picks out the game. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Come on. Come on now. Um, well, today we are going to give that wheel a spin and find out what we are going to be playing. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Let's do it. Let's get it started. Ooh, ooh, what do we got? What do we got? Oh. It's going to... You can kind of see what's going to oh, end. Oh, oh, oh. It's everyone's favorite pricing game. 
The price is right. Come on down. Now, you may ask yourself, okay, they're playing Price is Right. There's lots of different pricing games to play with Price is Right. That's so true. Right. I hope I get to yodel. What are we actually playing? And I have to ask you a question. Do you recognize the name Hans when I say Price is Right? Is Hans. he the yodeler? Oh, yes, this is my favorite. We are playing a little cliffhangers today. So how this is going to work, if you aren't familiar with the cliffhanger game, there is a cliffhanger. Do you see guys what I've been doing all weekend long? I built this gigantic cliffhanger board behind me. You are There's amazing. God, 25 really steps for the yodeler. You guys are going to give me your thoughts on prices for items. <laughs> and for every dollar you're off, that's how far he's going to go up he's the hill. He's going to go over the hill. If he goes over the hill, he, you know... Oh. Faces a tragic death and you lose. <gasps> Do you so, calculate how many, or it's the last person to put him over? I'll calculate. No, no, no. We're, each one of you are going to get a round. Yeah. Each one of you are going to get an opportunity. So who wants to over. go first? Ladies first. Uh, Ladies first. Now, unless, what I need you to do is look I at do. your look at your phone. Yeah. Okay, and you're about to see the first item up for bid. Okay. Oh. Turn this your desk, and then man. I'll tell and I'll tell the listeners what you are what you're playing for. Turn your desk into a party with his new <laughs> mini wavy wacky inflatable arm flailing tube man. You've seen his older brother at furniture stores, grand openings, and used car lots. Now see him every day with your very own mini wavy wacky inflatable arm flailing tube man. He might be a mere 18 <laughs> inches tall, but he packs the same wavy wacky inflatable arm flailing punch as the big ones, sure to brighten everyone's day. Okay, eighteen inches, Dawn. What do you eighteen think? Eighteen inches. Uh, ooh. What do you think that value is? It has is? a little compressor. It has a wavy. Okay, I will say. I uh, can I go over? Yeah, you can go over anyway. Just okay. say what you think um, it is. I will say uh, nineteen ninety nine. Okay. Oopsie. Hold on a second. Okay. That's incorrect. Nineteen ninety nine. So you're saying twenty bucks is what you're going to mm-hmm. say. Let's uh, give it a whirl. He's approaching five. He's working past five. And he's working to ten. Oh, he's going to stop right there at ten. So nine is where he's sitting at. Oh, God. Yes, nine. So that is where he's sitting after the first one. All right, Don, your next product, your next item here. Wait a we'll minute. Get... Doesn't it go to him? No, it's going to be, each one's going to get around. Each one of you oh, two will get around. Okay. Trust me, we'll get we'll get through this. This is your next item. <laughs> Take your sushi night to a galaxy far, far away with a pair of lightsaber chopsticks. Oh. Whether you feel the power of the force or you want to turn dark side, choose or turn to the dark side, choose your favorite of 13 different color combos. By the way, these are all actual products. Yeah, no, I'm looking at oh, yeah, available on Amazon. 17,000 reviews. these for Jason. All right, what do you think for the chopsticks? They are. $7.99. $7.99 is what she's going with. Is that correct? No. No, let's see. <laughs> He's going up to 15. Past 15. Working to 20. He's past 20. He's going to stop at 22. So he stopped at 22. You have $3 to work with. I'm really good done at this time. $3 to work with, and here is your next item. It's a burrito blanket. Are you sick of spending another cold winter night and uh, your tired old oh, blanket cool. is just not enough? You can spice it up with the burrito blanket. This 71-inch burrito blanket is the coolest way uh, to stay warm. Come on, Don, You can do this one. you got to be within 71 inches. Double-sided. Okay, you got to be within two Double-sided? What does that even mean? It means it's fuzzy on both sides. Oh, okay. What you going with? I'm going with... Um, you need oh, to be within $2. Okay, $2. Okay, I'll do, uh, I'll do $37. Let's see. Here he goes. Oh, no. 
This is really okay. You have three minutes to Kate, play. Here's your the part. thing: you fit it. You missed it by a dollar. It was forty. <laughs> you missed it by a dollar. Why are dollar. you laughing at me? Though? So close. No, because it was That's so close. You question. did great. All right. First up here for uh, for Bradley as he'll try to beat Dawn. <laughs> oh, this it. is a dad bod fanny pack. My friend got one of these for uh, her Ooh. birthday. So I'm going to say you know the value of it? that that is uh, $17.95, $18, please. Oh, and here he goes. You only missed it by two. Yes. Oh, I hate you already. Good. He's only up to number two. <laughs> Ew. You're supposed to say it in German. <laughs> Next product here. Oh, look at this. It's the Potty Fisher Toilet Fishing Game. Oh, I want when that. you're taking care of business, stop wasting your time doom scrolling Twitter or looking up an X on Insta. Take multitasking to the next level with this game. It comes complete with a fishing rod, a bowl, magnetic fish, and a do not disturb sign so you can spend hours on the throne. I'm going to say $21.95, so $22. Please. $22? I don't get the product anyway. Okay, here we go. Toilet. Oh, I see. Oh my goodness, this really is your game. You missed it by three bucks? Yes! You're at five. That means you just have to be within $20 on okay. this final product. <laughs> and the final product is none other than... Fun for all ages. It's perfect for all occasion. It's the Bob Ross Chia Pet. Yes! (laughs) You can experience the joy of planting by turning this uh, terracotta bus into the legend himself and make him your own little happy tree. Just be within $20 and you win. Eat his head. Uh, I'm going to say that that... What does that cost? I'm going to say... No. uh, uh, $17. $17. Incorrect. And here goes Hans. You need to be within 20. He's past 10. No! He's past 15. No! He's made it to 20. And you win! By one dollar? Yeah, about four bucks. You won by four bucks. That was 30 bucks for the Bob Ross Chia Pet. Congratulations! Thank you, Ausgezeichnet. Well done. That's excellent. In uh, West German. Yeah. Thank you. What did I, what's, what's uh, Dawn's? Yeah, so Bradley's a winner. Of course, there are no losers here, just consolation do prize I get winners. Do pick one of these things? No, you do not. I want the burrito blanket. The burrito blanket. Okay, I'll work on that for you. But here is your consolation prize. You got tuna. Oh, it's so light. Star-Kiss, you got a can oh, of Starkiss tuna. Congratulations! Oh, oh my you got God. a can of okay, tuna. Okay, I'll give it. I'll, I'll donate that. Don, to the food you know, bank. you did. You gave a valiant effort. Mm-hmm. I mean, you obviously don't spend as much time scrolling on Amazon late I at night don't, like I do. I don't. I only things that are curated for me. I know why Bradley's so excited. That's his game right That's there. That's great. Yeah. Good yeah. job, Bradley. You Thank won you. Today. I think we're tied now again. You are. Yes, the overall side for two to two. Up next, it's Lori and Julia. Thanks for being with us. Mike, thanks for another amazing game. We'll see you kids again tomorrow as we get closer to the holidays. Up next, Lori and Julia. Bye!